0: can't sleep, ain't no sleep a-coming, I'm just lying here thinking about you, I'm in deep, falling deep into the picture in my mind of everything we're going See your brown skin shimmer in my sun for the first time. I gotta be the one who knows just what to do to you. You get me that smile. One chance of meeting you were walking by me on the street, and I said hi.
1: there to everybody uh, especially if you're listening on wbcq on shortwave on 7490 we welcome you uh ham radio show is going to start in about uh, 20 minutes but uh, in the meantime we've got some keith urban playing and uh we hope you'll uh, uh stick around with us there so uh again welcome to all our listeners out there on wbcq
0: i I can see you over there staring at your drink Watching that I sink all alone tonight And chances are you're sitting here in this bar Cause he ain't gonna treat you right Well, it's probably not my place But I'm gonna say it anyway Cause you look like you Hadn't felt the fire, had a little fun Hadn't had a smile in a little while, baby looks good on the sky Looks good on that neon buzzing on the wall But darling, it don't match your eyes I'm telling you I'll be another just pick you up kind of guy Trying to drink you up, trying to take you home But I just I don't understand how another man Can take your son and turn it ice cold Well, I've had enough to drink And it's making me think that I just might tell you If I were a painter, I wouldn't change you I'd just paint you bright, baby Cause blue looks good on the sky Looks good on that neon buzzing on the wall But darling, it don't match your eyes I can't sleep. Ain't no sleep or coming I'm just lying here thinking about you. I'm in deep, falling deep into the picture in my mind of everything we're gonna For the first time, I gotta be the one who knows just what to do to you to get me that smile. One chance.
1: over here. Hello and welcome to everyone out there. Uh, Today is November 1st. Man, can't believe it's November already. Wow. Hey, you're listening to and watching uh, Amateur Radio Roundtable. It's a show about AM radio. And we're on live on our video channel every Tuesday night at 8 p.m. Central Time on W5KUB.com. And we've got, uh, viewers out there, our listeners out there on, uh, international shortwave station, uh, WBCQ out there up in Monticello, Maine, and you're listening on 7490. We welcome you. This show is about ham radio, amateur radio, and uh, a lot of us got our license, uh, because we got interested in shortwave listening. So we welcome you to the show and, uh, hope you enjoy it and stick around with us and, uh, We'll uh, see you again next week. All right. So uh, let's see what's going on here. First of all, let me, uh, a couple announcements. Yeah, if you will, out there, all of you watching right now, if you will, please hit the that uh, subscribe button. And to help you out, I'm going to put an arrow there. There we go. I'm pointing at it right now. There should be a subscribe. Somebody tell me if there's a subscribe button down here. I don't know if it's down here or not. I think it is. I don't see it here, but uh, please yeah please hit that, now, please the... hit, that hit, hit that subscribe button, and uh, we really appreciate it. That uh, helps us advertise our program on YouTube to people that are just surfing through YouTube looking for uh, uh, you know things like uh, uh, ham radio or electronics or shortwave. Um, that's how about twenty percent of people that join our show every uh, week find us. The little thumbnail pops up over on uh, the YouTube there. So please do that. Hey, join our Facebook group, over 13,000 hams and shortwave listeners, uh, electronics enthusiasts uh, uh, are all uh, in our Facebook group of 13,000, and it's just called W5KUB for short, or if you want to type the long name in here, you can type in Amateur Radio Roundtable, but I think if you just type W5KUB, it'll take you to the uh, to the group, and you can... Uh, you can uh, join us here. We'll be glad to have you uh, become a member of our group. Uh, let's see. Uh, you know, in addition to Shortwave, we're on a lot of different places but, uh, besides just our social media sites. Uh, you can find us on Twitter, but you can uh, find us on Facebook. You can also find us on uh, any, just about any podcast carrier out there from iTunes to Google Play. Uh, everybody out there carries us, and uh, every week, uh, more and more stations. Um, you know, start start to carry our show. So if you want to just listen to the audio version any time, day or night, you can go to any uh, podcast carrier and just type in uh, Amateur Radio Roundtable and you will uh, you will find us there. We're getting so many, uh, I I, I don't have room on the page to update any of the new people. So this just gives you kind of an example of uh, the people that uh, are starting to carry our show there. Uh, so let's see. Um, it hey, Glenn. Let's talk to Glenn a minute. Glenn, how you doing, man? Come on in here.
2: Oh, hey, we're doing real good. You know Um, finally getting the the workbench cleared off. Um, getting ready to do the final push on the on the new book. And uh, still hoping to have that turned in by the first of the year to AWRL, and so it'll be out in time for date. And I'm hoping and uh also managed to get my uh new 3d printer in it's a, it's a snap maker 2.0 and this thing is really cool it's kind of all modular and it's got a cnc machine a uh, laser uh, etcher and cutter on it and a uh, 3d printer all on one platform
1: man that's uh that's pretty nice now you know, my, the, the problem I have with 3D printers is I don't know what I'd print on it, plus they're slow. Uh, can, can you yourself write the program to print anything you want, or is that, is that kind of difficult?
2: No, it, uh, it takes standard drawing-type files, so any CAD program you can use to create the files, and then it will print what you create. Also, there are sites such as uh, Thingiverse.com, which have thousands and thousands of stuff that other people have created that you can just print
1: yeah so is it a pretty standard format the same uh, same uh, uh, ex- file extension it'll print on any of those printers different printers yeah, they they all use the same format that's us uh, that's, that's kind of neat yeah well uh you know hey next time i need a crescent wrench or something you know printed out i'll, I'll give you a call
2: yeah we can we can print you up a crescent wrench yeah Don't i'll, I'll you know well, you know, the cool thing is it'll it'll do all kinds of, of materials now. Originally, they just had the the plastics, but now they've actually got carbon fiber and some other uh, material that you can actually 3D print with. So it's really powerful and flexible these days.
1: Well, that's cool. Well, I'll have to see that someday. I'll, I'll come down and take a look at it now. Man, you, you you're getting a lot of new stuff here lately. You got your 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 new Yezu radio. You got your FT ninety seven hundred. You got your printer. Uh, what else you got?
2: Um. Oh, that's pretty much that the pretty big much? stuff. Have yeah, you I had time?
1: The, have you had time to play with any of it?
2: No, I got the FT one hundred one out of the box, and it's getting ready to go up on the shelf here. Um, the ICOM ninety seven hundred is actually still in the box. And the three D printer is still in the box. I'm gonna have one heck of a Christmas unboxing all of this stuff, but right now because i'm I'm working so hard on the book I really don't have time to play uh, with with the toys and that's that's planned for oh let us just you know stick a pin on it and say march 31st is when the playtime
1: really begins all right march the 31st oh man you're gonna get busier than ever than I can tell you right now. Hey, I've been retired nine years and I don't have time. I don't have time to do the things I want to do, man.
2: Exactly. And it's the same way with me. I mean, I finished this book with ARRL and I've got another book uh, for another publisher to turn right around. And that one is due in September. And then two more for ARRL. So it's going to be, you know, yeah, I need to quit work so I can have time to catch up on the stuff I need to get done.
1: Yeah. Well, you know, I, uh, I got energetic, I guess, today, and uh, I went over and I was gonna take my new 9700, which I have not even hooked the mic on or the power cord to yet. It has not been turned on, but I I was gonna turn the computer on and you know get the satellite program working in it and everything, and it wouldn't turn on. So I checked all the power and it's got power. It just won't turn on. So hey, that computer's getting old anyway. So. I ordered another computer to replace it. I like to have that one on the workbench back here because when I'm designing something or building something, I want to look up, you know, the data sheet on a transistor or something, I can pull it up right there on the workbench. So uh, this week I'll have me uh, another computer in that will replace that one. And then that means then I can hook up my 9700 there and try to get my satellite going. I'll, I've got to put everything back in, get the remote base going again, and all that kind of good stuff. But uh, so that's that's one thing I did this week, and you know, I uh, <clears throat> I'm, I'm 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 having a lot of fun in 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 designing things like l- low pass filters, uh, network filter networks, and um, you know, to do that, uh, I, I use my uh, spectrum analyzers. To, to look at the frequency and the, the you know the peak and where the cutoff is and so forth and i've got a couple spectrum analyzers that i use uh, right here and uh the bottom ones you know give me just a little trouble it does a whole lot more though than just spectrum analyzer it's it's a scope it's deviation it's a spectrum analyzer it's volt. it's everything the unit above is just a uh, uh spectrum analyzer uh but you know uh and and they're they're fairly high-end spectrum analyzers you know uh but you know i've been looking for some for the past year i'm, I'm i had just had an itch to to buy a new radio or something and of course you just I, had money burning a hole in your pocket i won the 9700 so i didn't have to buy the radio so now <laughs> i'm thinking okay what am i going to spend my money on you know and uh uh you know I, I could say I spend most of my money on, on booze and women, and then I waste the other. I was I waste say, what's left right I don't left, think right?
2: Kathy would like to hear about yeah, that Yeah, right, part right, and,
1: and I waste what's left, right? But anyway, so I, I'm thinking, okay, so how about a new spectrum analyzer? Uh, there yeah, you go. I, that's a ticket. So I've got two. I'll probably end up selling these. So, hey, if anybody gets interested in, in spectrum analyzers, I'm going to have two for sale, I think. But I bought me, to, I ordered yesterday a uh, Rigol, uh, the, uh, DS, uh, the DS815TG. Uh, this spectrum analyzer, it's just neat. It does, it does hundreds of things more. You know, the new stuff, they always have new stuff that it does. And, and uh, I, this kind of matches the oscilloscope I got, you know, a couple weeks ago and uh and and this has got the uh tracking generator in it too so this would be real neat to put a signal out there and watch it on the uh spectrum analyzer as i design you know a, a coal and match a capacitor with it to try to get you know band passed band reject, and so forth so uh so anyway so you know i i should have this i think i'll have this by friday so I'm, next next time we talk i'm gonna have a couple new toys and uh we'll be maybe we'll be able to talk a little about that one right there yeah.
2: so let me tell you something nine yeah. nine kilohertz to 1.5 gig with a 10 hertz resolution that's amazing
1: yeah yeah and i don't need 1.5 gigs i really didn't but you know that's kind of one of the lower end ones you know you can get you can get them up to 27 gigs if you want to
2: yeah now, um, yeah, N7XTR in the chat room is saying be sure and download the Icom port driver and install that before plugging in the USB cable. I'm assuming that's for the 9700.
1: Yeah, I'll have to look into that. Um I guess I'll read the book to read the, get the book out and oh, see what No, they no, say. no, we don't read books. Well, I, I typically I don't read read the book, but to <laughs> it might, up first. It might be important this time to do that. So I mean, I I you know, I got two new toys like you coming in and and and, and Man, well, see, actually, I've got a third toy, but yeah. it's
2: not going to be going up until, uh, after the first of the year. I bought me a brand new computer, uh, with dual monitors and everything. And it's one of these little itty-bitty square, uh, CPUs. uh uh-huh. And it's got every bit the same amount of horsepower as the computer I'm using now. Oh, but wow. it's in a, a little box. And got a really good deal on it. And, uh... It's got Windows Eleven and uh, sixteen gig of RAM on it, and everything. So that's going to replace this computer here after the first of the year. Once yeah. I get the book out,
1: the door. I tell you, Glenn, I think we're just going to have to set aside a couple of days in the week just to, you know, devote to, to play ham with radio. our toys. Yeah, devote devote ham radio. Yeah, and I tell you, I think uh, let's see, yeah, Chris is Chris is in the chat room. Boy, I tell you what. I'm just looking at all the equipment back here behind me and stuff. I know when I'm That's gone. My problem. When I'm gone, hey Chris, when I'm gone, man, you better you're gonna have to get like an 18 to 20 foot uh, U-Haul truck, man, to get this stuff out of here. There's a lot of stuff in here. I don't know what you're gonna do with it, but uh, <laughs> you know, uh, have fun with yeah. it. That's all I can say, man. But
2: yeah, we're gonna have to start playing with our toys. That's all there is to it. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Well, I'm gonna start playing with it for sure. And uh, have some have some fun with it there. Oh, uh, I was thinking Todd might join us tonight. Todd is um, uh, K four TPG. You know, Todd is going to Antarctica. Antarctica. <laughs> Antarctica. I guess that's how you say it here this week or this coming week. or uh, yeah, well, wow. I think the sixth. That I think time. the sixth he's leaving. Today's the first, so in about five more days he's uh, he's leaving and we will be taking the trackers and guys, uh, for you guys that maybe just tuned in and you hadn't been following us, uh, we're going to, um, we're going to launch two of our balloons from Antarctica and there we are right there. I, I think, you're gonna be. I think he's going down to the, uh, Neumeier, uh, station It's right there on the tip. I got a red dot there showing where it is. So we're going to launch that, uh, I don't know how the launch is going to go. You know, I was reading on Wikipedia today, uh, uh, you know, sometimes they have winds up to 100 miles an hour, man. That's not going to be a great launch, you know.
2: Well, and I'm wondering, you know, what ant crews are we going to be sending down there I, with
1: these? You know, we have not decided on the crew yet. Uh, it's going to have to be somebody like Larry, Curly, and Moe or or somebody. I mean, right now, Hugh, Dewey, and Louie are up... Uh, they're up in they're up in the Arctic, actually. They're lost in the Arctic. We haven't heard from them in 12 days. That's not unusual for a, a balloon to get lost up there and not report for a month, because there's almost no sun up here. So they're flying around in the Arctic right now. They will pop out here maybe in a couple weeks. I look for them every day. But uh, let's see. Let me let me pull up. Um, let me pull up the uh, uh, APRS. Well, wait. There's a there's a better picture of the uh, there's a better picture of the uh, spectrum analyzer. That uh, yeah, that thing's sweet. I yeah, can't wait yeah. to play with that. And you know, hey, the nice thing about it, if you look at all these peaks here, if, you know, you know how on a spectrum analyzer you put a marker at the peak there and you can read the the uh, the uh, power level and different things. This thing actually put a marker. You can see down here, like there's markers one through fifteen. It'll mark every one of those, and you can read the uh, dB dbm level right there on every one of those markers just at the oh, same time cool. man this is uh this is so cool um let's see uh here here we go hey guys if you look down here in between hawaii and california is w5 kb 113 now it's just about to finish its second lap around the world and it's still flying pretty good it's flying at about uh forty seven thousand feet and then up at the top, that's the last reported position of our balloon there, 112, right before it we went through the Bering Straits and it went up into uh, in, in, into the Arctic. But it will come down somewhere, sometime. I have confidence in that. And uh, I tell you, I tell you, it's you know, a, a year ago and, and prior, it was tough to get a balloon around the world. And I always told people, I said, if you want to send a balloon around the world. It's going to take 10 tries. It's going to take you 10 tries to make it around the world. Because, it, you know, they would go half the distance or almost, you know, almost all the way. Or they'd last one day or fail on launch and everything. And that's with some pretty high dollar balloons. And uh, since we found this uh, new balloon, that's relatively, relatively, really, really inexpensive. I can just about guarantee you, you launch one of those, it will go around the world on this first trip it will go it's just things things are getting that good so i'm seeing you know from three years ago the early days of difficulty and it's hit and miss to today it's almost guaranteed man and uh you know you look at that at other technologies uh how technology just improved so fast and uh the pico blooms are really really also improved here well, that and the cost has come way, way down on that too. Yeah, that balloon now is about twelve bucks. Yeah, I mean now and, it's just the cost uh, And of I guess your I guarantee you, it will fly forty-seven to fifty-two thousand. And if you want to pay one hundred and seventy-eight dollars for an SPS, it will fly about forty-four thousand. It'll fly. It'll fly about eight thousand lower. Uh at about nine times the cost, and it might not make it past the first day. But I'm yeah. telling you, I'm telling you, this balloon will do it. It will do it.
2: Yeah, I'm impressed with this one. It'll this is it. really, really cool. I mean, my gosh, how long has been 112 been up in the air?
1: Uh, 112 has
2: been up now. Let's just
1: look and see. Right here. Uh, we'll pull up the web page, and we'll just take a look. So 112 has been up. 143 days that's impressive 11 hours and 20 minutes and uh 113 has been up 26 days and uh you know hey it's uh it's a lot of fun so hey if you guys want to track these and follow them just go to uh, w5kub.com and just click on uh, balloon in the menu and it'll take you um it'll take you to our our tracking page here that has the maps and tracking and so forth and so you can tell where the balloons are and uh, is, we've got some videos here of the launches and so forth and uh, uh, let's see am I am what am I doing here uh, you can see there you can see the path there there look at the path of this guy right here on the left that is uh, that's that's it's 112, be 112. That's 112 yeah. right before he went north and hit up in the north up there and if you see the uh, the, the darkness up there, uh The sky didn't. We don't get much sun up here at all, and that's what's happening right now. He is up here somewhere. Up here, I'm, I'm. He's up here somewhere. I can't even guess where he is. He's been up here twelve days now, but he'll come back. He'll, uh, come I back. think they're probably spending the the fall up there with Santa. Yeah, maybe, maybe so. Maybe so. Let's see. All right. <clears throat> well, let's see what else we got on our thing here. Um. Hey, let me just uh, let everybody know, we're not going to have a show next week. Glenn needs to rest. He said, I need to rest next week, man. He says. (laughs) Yeah, I need to
2: rest and and watch the elections. There's some good rest
1: for you. So next week is election night. Uh, We we didn't receive a call from Washington. Believe it or not, we pulled so many people away from this that Washington called and asked us if we would uh cancel our no, show next Tuesday i'm tonight. not sure
2: it was really them asking
1: as they just called and
2: said you will not be on the air next week
1: yeah well i didn't and, and i didn't specify yeah. it was washington dc it was it's more just, of a it's very just Washington. I, I, I think the call is actually from washington arkansas maybe but <laughs> i don't know i don't know man i don't know all right all right let's see it's about let's see twelve, 22 let's do this real quick um Let's, uh, well, let, hey, while we're on the subject there of uh, our Antarctica, let me show you what we've sent down. I uh, FedExed it uh, this weekend or this week. So here we, we've got two different, uh, we've got two different uh, Pico systems going down. And I want to thank uh, uh, Katie Dine UQB Jim uh, for designing the, uh, the solar panels there and putting them together and uh, did a great job on that. And uh, thanks impressive. thanks uh, to uh, my uh, my friend Michael there, AA6DY, uh, who I've been working with uh, this year to just make, we're making a lot of changes to this tracker and improving it and trying new things. And uh, I wanted to just say thank you to both of those guys uh, there. They sent this one down. Uh, I thought I might not be able to get two of them built up. Uh, we had a very short deadline to get it to Todd. So... You can see, here's the solar panels they are vertical. This will be for low angle. This should pick up the sun from horizon, you know, from the horizon, from sunrise to maybe sunset. And uh, there's the antenna. There's the top half and the bottom half of the antenna. It's wound up there in a little styrofoam that you're looking at right there. The tracker is actually glued inside one of those solar panels right there. So that's going to be W5KUB-115 on APRS. That was one of our one of our shows, or one of our shows. The other one, is going to look a little weird. It's going to look. I don't a know. Weird. I like that one with the the
2: solar cells the way they yeah, are.
1: Yeah, and that's pretty good for low low light. Now look, the other one's going to be a little weird. We're trying something different, but there's the other one. Yeah, uh, I had some heavy We don't fly this cell. The problem is I had some of these cells here, but the tracker. Uh, uh, flying in a horizontal uh, uh, plane, I tried to parallel two of the flexible panels, and it just, the power uh, draw was so close to what the cells put out, it was a little risky. So, what I ended up doing, I had some cells like this uh, stashed away. It's a pretty thick glass uh, poly type cell. But the interesting thing is that cell air puts out 150 milliamps at, at about wow. three and a half volts. So so I said, okay, let's just fly that. We'll fly it horizontal like that. And uh, we, we just glued the tracker underneath the bottom. And the antenna goes straight up. And the antenna goes straight down. So this one is going to be good for high angle sun. You know, we need about 20 degrees sun elevation to turn on. So this one may not turn on quite as good uh, as, as this one. But... You know, uh, we hope we're flying summer, winter. I don't know. It's going to be summer. It's going to be summer uh, when we launch up here. Next month, this month is summer. And that's when they should be having 24
2: hour sun down there, too.
1: Yeah. But, you know, just like up in uh, the Arctic, right? We've been seeing 24 hour sun, but it's very hazy and it doesn't come up above about five degrees above the, you know, it's daylight all day. But it's kind of like twilight, you know. But uh, yeah. hopefully, hopefully down there, uh, uh, the, I think this month, uh, toward the end of this month, uh, the sun's going to get the highest down there. And uh, so I don't know if this one, uh, if uh, one, one, four, this is one four, this is one fourteen, I think. It's going to be one, one fourteen, one fifteen.
2: 115.
1: That's one fifteen. So it's going to be one fourteen. I'm not sure how well it's going to work. The other thing we've got a slight issue. Both are on the same frequency on Whisper, uh, even though they have different channel numbers uh, and different call letters. Uh, both of them are actually on the same Whisper frequency that could interfere with each other. There are not many receiving stations uh, below the equator uh, for Whisper. You know, there is this one German station in, in the uh, Antarctic that can receive Whisper. So we don't know if it's going to cause a problem or not uh hopefully well hopefully, the
2: timing should be staggered shouldn't it then what's that shouldn't the timing on the transmissions be
1: staggered a little bit well see the uh, time's, time's going to launch about six trackers on. so they, they've kind of spread out the frequencies in a whisper band and uh I, I, these two actually ended up on the same frequency so so here's the thing here's the thing if we if we can get them separated if one of them's you know I don't know how big uh, Antarctica is, but if one of them is a thousand miles east and the other one's a thousand, you know, to the west, uh, you know, people in Australia probably will be picking up one and people in, uh, I don't know, uh, Hawaii might be picking up the other one. You know, I mean, get them separated and uh, just like in in Whisper, everybody kind of uses the same frequencies, but depending on propagation and, you know, different things, different areas of different parts of the world are going to pick up different different um you know transmissions so we hope we're going to be okay there and who knows if we lose one if we lose one it get it it crashes and burns uh uh then hey then we'll just have one up and we shouldn't have any interference so we'll, we'll, well see we don't that,
2: want one to crash and burn
1: though that's that's not what we want here yeah we we don't want that to happen you know we don't want to let's see no, yeah, these, Mark- these don't have the amplifier circuit. They don't have the uh, – th- that would be nice to have down here. Uh, but uh, th- these turned out a little heavy uh, to begin with. You know, we could have – I don't have the amplifier circuit, I don't think, perfected really well. Plus, we were under the deadline, under the gun to get these. I had to get them to Todd down here by by, uh, by today. Let's see. I, I got them to him yesterday. And uh, let me tell you, we had trouble with them. We had some software bug issues. We had some transmissions, some no transmissions, different issues. Solar panels wasn't doing right. And, uh, man, I I, I worked myself probably about eight hours a day all week last week trying to test and make sure these things would function when we put them in his hand. So, uh, again, we went with those particular solar cells there because... Uh, the cells that we normally run are very very thin they're about to thin thin like paper and they're made out of glass and if you just touch them they'll break and uh, I can just see them going down to to um, to Antarctica he's got to go through cape what cape uh what's the cape there in Africa cape uh something
2: not that cape fear or is it cape, cape horn? Horn, uh cape uh cape horn cape
1: horn yeah so, uh, you know, I could just see, I mean, he's going to hand-carry this stuff. I could just see the customs guy opening the package and grabbing that sucker and sticking his thumb through one of those glass cells, you know. Uh, so we, we went with the different cells. It caused us a problem with uh, having to have a little bit of excessive weight. But we're going to be okay because we're not going to have the, uh, down there, we're not going to have the weather um, uh, turbulence and things that we normally would have up flying where we normally fly there let's see
2: yeah it's cape horn in chile and the cape of good hope in africa
1: yeah yeah cape hope yeah yeah cape fear was a movie oh yeah (laughs) oh yeah 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 cape fear yeah i remember that movie there all right well look i tell you what let's do let's take a quick uh uh quick pause here and we'll be right back and we will continue we'll be right back guys stay with us
0: LDG Electricity ...every amateur need. From QRP to QRO, fixed stations, portable and remote, an LDG tuner will match your radio to your antenna using our lightning-fast proprietary tuning algorithms. LDG is a family-owned and operated company dedicated to bringing innovative, quality products to the amateur market. All LDG products carry a full two-year warranty that is fully transferable. Support is only a phone call or email away. We're always here to help you. Visit us on the web at ldgelectronics.com.
1: Keep your competitive contesting edge with ICOM. ICOM's high-powered base stations cut through the polyps, letting you work the bands and record those contacts. Contest from the comfort of your home or remotely with the RSBA1 app. The IC7851 gives you a new window into the RF world and is HF excellence unparalleled with faster processors, higher input gain, higher display resolution, and a cleaner signal. It is truly the pinnacle of HF perfection. It has dual receivers, digital IF filters, high resolution spectrum waterfall. The IC7610 is a direct sampling software defined radio that has changed the world's definition of an SDR transceiver. Features include RF direct sampling, 110 dB RMDR, independent dual receivers. Create your own band opening with the IC9700. This transceiver brings direct sampling to the UHF VHF weak signal world. This all mode transceiver is loaded with innovative features that are sure to keep you very busy. It has fast processors, higher input gain, higher display resolution, and a cleaner signal. Included are real-time high-speed spectrum scope and waterfall display, smooth satellite operation with satellite channels, dual watch operation, and full duplex operation in satellite mode. The IC7300 is the high-performance innovative HF transceiver with a compact design, and it will far exceed your expectations. This innovative HF transceiver digitizes RF before various receiver stages, reducing inherent noise in different IF stages. The IC7300 changed the way entry-level HF is designed. Features include RF direct sampling, 15 discrete bandpass filters, a large 4.3-inch color touchscreen, real-time spectrum scope. For more information on ICOM radios, visit www.icomamerica.com slash amateur. All right, and we are back. All right, I just looked at the uh, chat room during that, and uh, any of these balloons crossed in North Korea or the hostile airspace, I wonder. Yes, they have. Uh, we've flown across North Korea. We don't transmit across North Korea. We turn our transmitter off and go radio silent as we quietly float across North Korea. We've done that a couple times. Um, we cross uh, Iran we cross uh you know afghanistan uh we uh, we cross russia a lot we cross china a lot uh we've lost a few mostly in places like the sahara desert uh, the ocean uh we've lost a few um, in china that's why we put glenn's call letters on them um, you know we don't want them to know that they're from us so
2: yeah, so we, they're going to just show up on we, my door.
1: We put Glenn's call letters on them, so when they go down in China, you know the the Chinese people that recover it can. Well, we, you we, know, there's we, a good side to we, this. We'll know stuff. where to go. You know.
2: Well, there is a good side. I order so many parts from China that they probably see that and they're like, "Oh, that's true. He's Good. You know, he's well, good.
1: You know, we'll just we'll just let this one slide." That's uh, that's true. And I, you know, I, I get a lot of stuff too. I mean, I hate that I'm, I hate that I'm uh. Putting all that money in china but hey but you know, when they took
2: away radio shack we have to get our parts from somewhere
1: yeah i mean hey now so a lot of it may be counterfeit when you get the little chip it may not be anything inside it but you know hey hey it it pennies on a dollar man you take that chance right yeah
2: and and you know i've really not had any problem with those chinese parts i don't
1: yeah, think i've really yeah.
2: ever gotten a bad one
1: yeah, I uh, uh, I haven't either. Um, uh, I don't think I have. Uh, I, hey, you know, I remember back in the 60s, you know, Radio Shack. Let's talk Radio Shack a minute. I didn't think your parts were very quality. I mean, you want a transistor, you might go buy a transistor. I don't even think it had a number stamped on it. I think they were floor sweepings. They very well could have been. I mean,
2: let's face it, back then... Because uh, I did quality control for uh, Raycal Milgo back in 1975-76. And, you know, back then, a 4 or 5% fallout was was normal. You were expecting yep. to have that many bad ones.
1: Yeah. Well, I've had pretty good luck with, uh, with everything, that, that, you know.
2: Yeah. I mean, I've been real happy. It seems like every part I get has been fine. My biggest issue has been... You know, I order a lot of my stuff off of eBay, so I look at the picture, and it's like, yeah, that's what I want. And then when I get it, it might be slightly different, or I find out that I clicked the wrong button, and that's it more, more often than not is like, I clicked the wrong button and got the wrong form factor.
1: Yeah. Well, yeah, back back to do we ever recover any of these. Um, we've recovered a few, not many. Uh, I recovered a bad launch here and went down in Mississippi um, one day back years ago
2: well you got that one off of that school yeah. in yeah but the it?
1: one i'm talking about down in uh, down in mississippi right now actually we had bill uh bill brown's uh, email address on it and the guy actually contacted a guy found it a hunter found it and contacted uh, uh bill brown and uh so I, I figured found out where it was i drove down somewhere south of, i don't know south of olive branch sanatoba somewhere down that way anyway i went down here and i got it now we did have the one that uh, crashed in Georgia. It went right across the line in Georgia and it crashed there on top of a school. Now, the nice thing about it is it it, it landed on top of a school building and it was still transmitting. And uh, the whisper transmission that we use is only six-digit, six-digit grid square. Now, guys, six-digit grid square only gives you an accuracy of about two miles by three miles but two miles that's a pretty big place to try to try to you know search yourself that first balloon i was telling you about that the guy called us and found it uh my friend ed and i went down in mississippi we knew it was in the grid square and we searched we hey you get in your truck and you drive a two mile by three mile square that is a big area there are forests out there there's rivers there's roads that's a big area so even a two-by-three uh, is just too much to, to really search. But on that one, that other one we launched and we re- recovered, in addition to having the six-digit grid square whisper, uh, we had uh, JT, JT9 running. And JT9 uh, took us down to, I think, uh, an accuracy of like 15 feet or something like that. And uh, so we pull, the, uh, we pull the coordinates up, and there's a school there. And, I mean you know and you do the you do the Google satellite picture and bam there it is it's on top of the school building so we uh, contacted the uh, the principal and she had a janitor go up on the roof and there it was and we reflew that one Now have we recovered any more uh We Whatever did what
2: happened we, to that one that landed in Poland
1: You know we back years ago we we landed one in Poland and uh, the Polish Ham Radio Club recovered it and they were going to regas it and they were going to fly it again and that was going to be the first balloon that went around the world stopping in Europe for a refueling nobody else had done that before but I've never heard from those guys anymore since they picked it up now this was right in the middle of the pandemic and the police were really tough on them they were in lockdown uh, over there so Uh, i don't know we never heard back from them so we didn't we didn't ever we didn't ever get that and relaunched but that would have been cool to say that we're the only people that actually stopped in europe for refueling and then came on came on back to the u.s so uh let's see uh we've crashed them in the deserts we've crashed several in china a Uh, lot have been dumped into the atlantic we've had a number of them in the atlantic and a number of them in the pacific
2: yeah right off the south china sea uh yeah. it seems like we had a few go down
1: there yeah uh i think a very our very first flight was a little party balloon little flat party balloon and it made it all the way to japan and then it hit a storm uh east of japan and went down right there let's see what uh let's see what's going on in the chat room here okay uh so yeah well, I, you know i don't typically put any kind of identification on the um on the uh, trackers because uh, we had one I don't know it landed I think in Russia probably near a Russian military base I don't know they'd probably be examining it you know who knows got a friend out in California that uh, was flying some and he said one day uh, this black limousine pulled up in front of his house and four Chinese guys got out of the car and came up and knocked on the door and he said he did not go to the door (laughs) (laughs)
2: Yeah, I, I wouldn't have either. I, <laughs> I don't, don't know
1: what so. happened, man, but you know, can you imagine a, a, a black limo, with, you know, dark glasses and four big Chinese guys come up to your door, man, you know? Oh, yeah, man. just 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 look at the pen. That's right, man. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> nah. Oh, man.
2: But but yeah, you put my call on these things. That's going to be wonderful. You won't put yeah. your calls on it, but you put my call.
1: Yeah. Yeah, uh so but, we now,
2: we are now running Now you know out. who your friends
3: are. You know,
1: you know uh, uh to track these things we're not actually physically putting the call letters uh, uh on the tracker where people can read them you know uh but uh we have we do program them we do what what do you got there we we do we do program your mic's off now
2: yeah i had a hair oh. on my camera
1: oh okay so we do we do program them with call letters in here so we can use whisper and aprs uh, and Since I have two flying right now, I've got I've got uh, uh, W5KUB's flying. I can't use that call. Uh, AC5, my son here, Chris. AC5CM. He is uh, he's actually being reported. Well, he's he's on he's on uh, Whisper as AC5CM. And then we port we, we since this is a show project, we port that AC5 AC5CM. We port it over to to uh, APRS. And we just rename it to W5KUB-113. So, you know, uh, I, I've used up my call. We've used up his call. So, in in the Antarctica, we're using Glenn's call, KW5GP. You'll see that on uh, Whisper, KW5GP. That will port to APRS as uh, W5KUB-114. And we're using Jim's call up uh, in Illinois, uh, uh, KD9UQB, Jim. And that's going to uh, be the call and whisper. And it's going to port over to APRS as W5KUB-115. So that's kind of where we are right there. Very cool. Again, reminder, no show next week. Um, we're going to take a break next week. Um, and I should be hearing back from Todd. Oh, he didn't know how he's going to communicate, but... I know they have some very low-speed internet uh, down there in in uh, Antarctica, so um, uh, hopefully he'll be able to at least use text and we can communicate with text. So as soon as we get a launch, uh, I'll let everybody know, especially on our uh, website uh, and our, our bloom page, that uh, we are in the air and where we can start tracking it all right let's see what time is this here. it's uh 8 almost let me make a quick announcement here to our viewers out there especially our uh, listeners out there on shortwave if you're listening out there on wbcq uh this show is about ham radio uh amateur radio we're glad you're with us tonight you're a shortwave listener and uh that's how a lot of us got started so uh Hey, join us uh, live on Tuesday if you have internet, Tuesday at 8 p.m. Central Time, w5kub.com. And uh, if you will, send me an email. Let me know how you're hearing the station. Send an email to tom at w5kub.com. Tom at w5kub.com. Again, reminding everybody out there right now, if you will, please, please subscribe right here. Hit that subscribe button. Let me get that picture off. Let me get that picture off. There we go. Hit that subscribe button right there. And uh, hit the uh, notification bell. We come on sometimes during the week with uh, a special webcast. And, uh, uh, you know, it'll let you know when we, uh, we might come on with something special. So hit that subscribe button. And you can join our Facebook group. It's called W5KUB. And uh, we'll be glad to uh, have you as a member of our group here. All right. Uh, So we're going to open the phone lines early tonight, a little early tonight, and uh, see if we can get some some, uh, viewer precipitation out there. I think we can get some precipitation. Lynn?
2: Yeah, I hope
1: so. We didn't have any precipitation last week, you know?
2: Yeah. Well, maybe there'll be a little little more interested yeah
1: uh, well gonna, i do
2: have something going on in the lab that i can talk about and probably okay uh, let's have let's talk a little let's, uh, talk about that too here. while
1: we're talking about that while we're waiting on uh these people to join us let yeah. me uh, let me post this link out there again to everybody uh that can that might want to join us here so just uh click on that link here and you'll be on a show with us we'll be glad to have you so glenn what do you got going here man Well, I've run across this fun
2: new technology, and we've all seen it and uh, just haven't had a chance to play with it yet, but it's uh, these e-ink displays, and they're really, really cool, and I'm going to put together a little presentation on how to interface and use them, but they now have them available that we can put on the Arduino and and other things like that. They're not very expensive, and the cool thing about uh, the e-ink display, it's like what you'll see on your uh, what is it, the Kindle and the Fire and stuff like that, your tablets? Uh, they retain the image even when they're turned off. Hmm. That's so it's interesting. a really, really cool technology, and I'm going to put together some slides, hopefully, for the next week or two for that. Okay. Well, can't do it next week because we won't be here. But We won't. Maybe the week after we'll have a little discussion on the e-ink displays and how to use them because they're really, really cool. And I'm moving a lot of my projects over to, to use those e-ink displays because think about it. If they retain the display when power is off, their power usage when when you're actually using it is extremely low.
1: Well, how do they do that, man?
2: Is it, it's, it, they're polarizing the ink. Is that right? Yeah. They actually polarize these little bubbles that are inside.
1: Yeah. I thought maybe they're doing it with mirrors or something.
2: No, no, no! Just, just no, no little mirrors. bubbles. Oh, there's Bill.
1: Yeah, we got Bill in here. Let's see what Bill's got going today. I'm sure he probably did some more ham tests. But I saw a seminar on those a few weeks ago from
2: the Dr. Duino folks, and had to get me some. And they are just really, really cool to
1: play with. Hey, Bill. Hello, Bill. What's going on, Bill?
4: Well, I've been remote testing. uh, Last week, I uh, did a review for a general class, and uh, they're taking their exam on Sunday. So uh, it'll be interesting to see how many people (laughs) are going to participate. There are a couple that, well, I don't know. You know, these people, they think that you just... Take practice exams? No, you don't take practice
1: exams. You study the damn questions. <laughs> well, well, a lot of people, a lot of people memorize the question. Not well, not if you memorize
4: it. the question, you memorize the answer.
1: Well, that's true. So, so
4: you're not getting five out of thirty-five. You're getting thirty-four out of thirty-five. You know what I mean?
2: Oh, if I miss one question on a test, I'm not happy.
1: Well. well so Glenn, Glenn, uh, uh, let's see, Glenn, 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 Glenn. Yeah, Glenn. Yeah, that's that would be me. Yeah, I was, I was confusing you with Bill. Y- y'all, y'all look no, alike. No, I don't know how you can do that. Y'all, y'all look alike. You both have mustaches. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, but Glenn, he's got a hat. have you noticed got Glenn? Nothing. Have you noticed Glenn? Since Bill has been doing all these ham tests, that the bands are starting to get so crowded, you can't re- hardly find a spot to get on now. Have you noticed that?
0: Yeah.
4: Well, you know, when I was at the ARRL headquarters today, I went across and worked W1AW on 17 meters. Uh, And uh, let's see, I worked somebody in Chile. Uh, I worked somebody in Bulgaria. I worked somebody in, uh, I believe it was Austria. And uh, they said... uh, you know, you're coming through. Well I, well, I had a what was it? An Icon seventy-seven hundred with a uh, something two thousand amp uh, 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 AC. Yeah, this amplifier was huge, and uh, I, I didn't know what to do. And the guy said, "Come in," and said, "Oh well, let's turn this on." I mean,
3: <laughs> yeah,
2: the, the correct term to use is legal
1: limit. Wait, yeah. was that that was at the ARL? Yes, sir. Oh, that's that ten thousand watt amplifier they run up here. Oh yeah, yo, I'm <laughs> telling you,
4: I, I, I'll yeah. tell you what, Tom, The first time I walked into that, and that was uh, what during their hundredth uh, anniversary, and we're twenty meters. The guy says to me, he says, "Do you want an amplifier?" I goes, "I don't normally use an amplifier." I says, "I, I says my voice is loud enough." I says, "I should be able to shoot across, the, <laughs> shoot across the Atlantic."
1: <laughs> well. I know one thing. Your your smoke detector is still beeping.
4: Now, I'm going to explain to you and to Glenn <laughs> so that you understand totally. The house has been probated. Okay? Yeah. This little sucker is hanging on a, a, a tack, if you will, on the wall in the dining room. Okay? Mm-hmm. I am not paying for an electrician to come in and hitch it up to the ceiling, okay? And I told my brother, I says, when I move out, I says, I'm taking all the smoke detectors with me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well.
4: Let somebody else deal with it. You know? I mean, I got I caught hell because the uh, uh, the insurance guy came in and he goes, well, it's supposed to be CO2 and fire... I who knew, yeah,
3: yeah. So
4: I still got fire fire detectors. I don't have CO two.
3: I don't think
2: I have CO two either. I've just got the regular smoke detectors. The reason I know is they go off every time I cook.
4: Well, that hasn't happened in a while. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a bachelor,
2: remember? Uh oh, IR two. I mean, you know, what does they say about us that uh, we use the smoke detectors as as food timers?
4: Yeah, either that or we use um, a microwave or a crock pot, and then we don't have to deal with the. uh... Oh, hello, Miss. That's Rodan. That's Rodan. She was upstairs sleeping. Oh, well, she must have heard my voice. Yep, she she was sleeping. I got home from
2: work a little late, but yep, she made it. Her sister was in here a little
4: while ago. You just didn't no. get to see her. Oh, the little the, the little varmint, <laughs> the ground
2: pounder. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but, well, hey, hey, yeah. hey, Glenn, have you ever watched uh, on YouTube? Have you ever seen Electro Boom? No, I have not. You probably have. He was a guy that always used to blow stuff up and get shocked. You've Probably oh, see some that, videos. Oh, yeah, yeah, he's You've Electro shown a couple Boom. Of his he, videos. He's, he's very popular. I'm trying to get him on the show here. Oh, gosh, that'd be fun! Get Electro Boom on here, but uh, you know, uh, I'm not having much luck, man. You know, uh, he's got a great YouTube channel. Uh, I watch it all the time out here, and new stuff all the time, and uh, he, uh, he actually does get shocked when he does these things, and oh, uh, you're kidding! Yeah, so far, he had not been killed yet, but uh, he built a um, Jacob's ladder the other day using, and, and he he's got this microwave transformer. You know that sucker's good for about two thousand volts at high amps, man. Mm-hmm. Anyway, he was trying to uh, get his uh, uh, Jacob's ladder working, so he had these two vertical wires like this, where he could run that arc up it. You know, zzz, you know, like this. You know, and then would oh, get yeah. wider and wider apart. You know, and those old
2: transform- he had yeah, that 2000
1: he had that 2000 volt uh, microwave transformer on there and he got that thing started going zzz, zzz, you know going up like this you know and then the thing fell over it fell over on him and he oh grabs gosh. he grabs both sides with both hands Lucky <laughs> would <laughs> oh, be alive yeah he yeah. grabs both sides with both hands man but um, oh man. Oh, oh man, geez.
2: yeah. We we had one of those in my electronics lab back in high school. Those things were cool, but man, did they make a snap and a pop when that yeah. thing reached the top?
1: Yeah, yeah. Oh well. All right. Look, we need some more precipitation Who? some we need somebody else to call in where's all well, our we got friends Charlie
2: at? in the chat room we need to get I don't Charlie know what's going on here. with
1: Charlie out there Charlie used to call in I, you might have said something the other day that made him oh. mad and he may not want to come on a show I have what no idea. Then I said he was south of the border is that it yeah, maybe that may be an insult <laughs> I don't know which border the equator oh is that a border yeah well, yeah. yeah
4: I'll tell you that's the difference between uh, uh summer and winter that's a border? Well, it is. It's the weather of, border. It's the border on
1: Ecuador. It's the weather border.
4: Weather border, yeah. Because
1: when uh, we have
4: you. when we have our summer is twenty two it's twenty two de, degrees north on the sun. Yeah, In yeah. September yeah. it goes twenty two degrees south.
2: <laughs> now wait a minute. I I never really did good in geometry, so this degree no, stuff. No, it's not geometry.
4: In... It's geography.
2: No, it's geometry when you start talking degrees.
1: Yeah, oh, I, I right. agree. I, I agree with Glenn on that. Yeah, you you're no, wrong. I, Bill. I darn
2: near flunked geometry, so I can't handle this twenty-two degree stuff. That's right.
1: Now, now is how that, that, hey, that, you, know, you know, Bill, Bill, that, but that twenty-two degrees sounds uh, seems awful cold. Twenty-two yeah. degrees. To, no, be, to be it's, summertime, it's, yeah. right. So, If you if you look at it, okay, that's yeah. why it's
4: always warm down south. But, yeah, because they're but, 22 but, degrees Celsius but, but we
2: 22 no, degrees no, no, Fahrenheit. No, 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 no. 20, no
1: hey,
4: now I'm talking in Mississippi.
1: 22 degrees, <laughs> 22 degrees is not warm.
2: It is if it's Celsius.
1: Let's see who we got here. Terrell Martin, WB7. Uh, I can't. My monitor is so far away. W uh, B seven W uh, VG, I think. Let me get him in here. Man, oh, I need to get me a bigger B7, monitor, Glenn. The, I need to get yeah. me. Bigger. I need to get a bigger monitor.
2: W B seven W V G.
1: Terry. Yeah. Yeah. We do well, what does like uh? What's the? <laughs> what about the uh, international dateline? Is that also a border? Yeah. Yeah. Well, howdy hello there oh, you need to you need to mute the audio on the video player
3: mute
4: the audio on you on the on the program
3: yeah
1: mute the audio on the youtube player please there we go. There we go. Okay. There we go. There we go. How are you doing tonight? Doing okay.
5: Well, yeah. Good.
1: Well, where are you? At you're up. You're up. Uh, where Where are you?
5: Well, I'm not in Sevenland. I'm in Five Land. I'm uh, in Oklahoma, northeast uh, Ah. Where Where in Oklahoma are you? I'm about fifty miles south
1: of Tulsa, right on I forty. Okay. I've been through 85 there. Eighty five miles east of Oklahoma City. I've been there. Do you know where uh, Altus, Oklahoma, is? Yes, sir. I do. I spent a couple of years down at Altus. I'm sorry. I,
3: I, I'm sorry. <laughs>
1: well, well, I didn't have a lot of choice. I, I didn't now. have a lot of choice. Uncle Sam wanted me to be down there, so I said, okay. So uh, uh, <laughs> I remember the tumbleweeds going across my backyard. Boy, that was fun to watch. Oh, yeah. Well, that part of the world is uh, what we consider flat. Yeah, it's and, flat uh,
5: not very well vegetated
1: yeah it's flatter there than it is in Texas and you know we had and uh we we we, mean, we, we, we were always having tornadoes down here we had eighteen tornadoes one night and uh they, they announced over the radio that they were turning the sirens off to let them cool
2: <laughs> good grief
1: <laughs> is not that something <laughs> well
5: it was it was that way years ago we were yeah. considered tornado Valley but the tornado va- uh uh
1: uh, uh, tornado, yeah. tornado alley has yeah.
5: actually moved to the northeast
1: yeah oh yeah and, uh, yeah yeah i think it has well and you're wetter there
5: than i have been here lately we uh we're in a drought and uh we've only had like two inches of rain so far
2: the month of october which is way yeah. lower than what we usually have Pretty much the same for us here. You know, we finally just started getting rain like last week. Well, you're down in Houston area, aren't you? No, I'm in South Haven, Mississippi. I'm about, oh, what, 15 miles southwest of Tom?
1: Man, oh, I'll tell okay. you, I, I'm looking in the chat room here. Uh, Bruce, uh, N7XGR, said he used to live in Lawton, Lawton, Oklahoma. That's just east of Altus. I didn't know that. Bruce, what years were you in out uh, in Lawton? Uh, in Lawton, um, I was down there, uh, 69 and 70, 71, somewhere along that area. And, in Lawton, isn't that where, um, Fort Fort Seal, Fort Seal is. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think Fort Seal. That's about right. right. Yeah. Yeah. I went through, I went through a survival school in Fort Seal out, out in the, out in the boondocks in Fort Seal. Um. that was fun. I even got to, during that time. I even got to go see a uh, uh, an army doctor. And here I am in the air force. And the army doctor said, "What are they doing, to you guys out there?" And I told him, "I said, you know." He said, "Well, I can send you home." And I said, "No, no, no. I've only got three days left. I need to stick it out, man, or I will have to come back."
3: Yeah.
2: Uh, N seven XDR said he was there from seventy eight to
1: eighty four. Okay, I was already gone by then. I was I was already. In. I got out of service. Uh, December of seventy-two, I think. Oh man! You know, Whoa. you know, Bill, Bill, Bill. You know, you remember Hoss? Yes, sir. I didn't realize it, and I wish I had found this. I was looking through this, this past year. I was looking through some old logbooks here. Uh huh. And back in the 69 70, when I was down in Altus, Oklahoma, I talked to Hoss on the radio regularly uh i think he was up in oklahoma city if i'm not mistaken and he uh he ran a lot of phone patches and stuff for us and i didn't even know it and then i met the guy you know there with you know what 20 years ago there with the i double and right and i i never put it together that you know i met him on the air years earlier you know i wish i had been able uh, to talk to him about that you know
4: uh he was over in i i ran i think because he said my call sign was EP2OK, okay, and I said, "Really?" I said, "I'll have to look that up." <laughs> yeah, yeah. But <clears throat> you know, uh, things have uh, changed uh, since then. So,
1: oh yeah, yeah.
4: All right, we're still waiting for you to come on uh, on on. Um, uh, send, it's Sunday morning there, Tom. It uh, I guess it would be. Uh,
1: uh, 9 9:30 your time i can't
4: I can't do 7, it, I'll,
1: I can't, do it. I'll be in, can't do it i'll be in church at that time oh, on sunday morning church yep well what about 8:30 30 mm, be getting ready for church oh okay
2: it takes him a while to get ready for church Yeah. well
1: uh, i got
4: i got well, to leave i got to leave
1: i got to leave here at 8:4 uh, 8:50 8,
4: okay well the iok does uh has two nets on sunday
1: Okay. Normally, I yep. talk to Max. <laughs> Does Max say uh, you should get in? Okay, or can you yeah. he hear? Him? Yeah,
4: I hear him fine in the uh, WebSDR in Oh uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, DC.
1: Yep. Yep. But I'm just running know. I tell you, Glenn. I can, I, man, can't, man, I can't wait, Glenn, to get my PC here and get my 9700 going. Satellite. Get your stuff hooked up down here, Glenn, and I'll work you on satellite.
2: Yeah. Yeah, we will because ground wave won't work from here to there. So the only way we can talk is through a satellite.
1: Yeah. Oh, we could probably find an HF frequency that would work, but <clears throat>
4: eighty meters. Yeah.
2: Now yeah. Andy, you, you do have to understand this is the smaller of the two. <laughs> And he was talking about that being a lot of cat. That's the smaller of the two.
4: Hey, you got a picture of Godzilla there we you whole something like 30, 33 inches long or something like that? It's 34
2: <laughs> inches from tip of nose to tip of tail.
4: You know, so, 40 meters.
2: Or, I'm, I'm sorry, 3 feet, 4 inches.
5: You were talking about HF. 40 meters went uh, went south real quick tonight. It did. Wow. Oh, yeah. I usually I usually check into the rare ones of New Orleans on 7275. And I had gone to the dinner with the uh, 92-year-old uh, ham that lives here locally. He's uh, W5TM. And uh, had gotten back and turned the rig on. They were still in progress. And I check in with them occasionally. When I first checked in, Big John down there in New Orleans was booming in at 10 overnight. Within five minutes, he was down around S8, and uh, he could no longer hear his relay up in Kentucky, uh, Don N6DHU, and basically ended up closing that. Uh, the band just went that way, it was gone.
1: Hmm. Yeah. who'd you say, it, what? You talked to Big John? Big John down there. In, uh, Big John. New Orleans, Big right. John. He, I, I think he worked in a coal mine, didn't he?
5: I'm not sure where he worked, but he lives down in New Orleans now. I think they made a song
1: about that. Big yeah, they made young. a song
2: about him, Big Bad John. Big Bad oh, John, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's,
1: not yeah. the same man, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Probably somebody else there. All right, let's see. Um, uh, man, I had some. Okay, hey, you know, uh, no show next week. Uh, next week the show. What would that? That'd be the seventh. That'd be the eighth, I think. The eighth, no show there. It'd be the eighth. Hey guys, the eleventh is Veterans Day, November eleventh, Veterans Day. So we always do something on a show for Veterans Day. Uh, we have veterans send their pictures in or something. It's kind of cool to uh, to see uh, all our veteran pictures here. Uh, so we'll, we'll probably do that uh, the 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 fifteenth, probably uh, November fifteenth. We'll, we'll have our Veterans Day uh, show and uh that'll be uh, that'll be cool to uh to do that um oh. let's see well, what else yeah on? they're
4: doing the what is it the vietnam moving wall here in uh somerville i think it's the 8th to the 8th to the 13th it's yeah because for, for veterans Day's friday so uh, yeah I volunteered to get down and uh, uh, show people where people's names are.
1: Very cool. Well, that's cool. I yep. haven't personally seen it. Are are they in it? Are, what kind of order are they in? They're, they're not in alphabetical order, are they? Or are they? No, no, no. They're by date of death. Oh, okay. By wow. by date. Okay. At
4: the at the at the apex, the center of the the wall. Yeah. It's 1959 on one side, and 1975 on uh, on 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 the left. Yeah. The first panel is, uh, let's see, five five weeks. The second panel is five. Uh, wait a minute. No, first panel is five years, five months, five weeks. Okay, that, that's the way it goes. And I, I'm telling you, I I, I had people coming. I I've, I've done four of them. Mm-hmm. since last july okay i mean i have the the app on my on my cell phone there and my my tablet there so that i can find people when they come and they ask i mean and these people are you know they say well his name is john smith well, well <laughs> yeah where did he join the military at? Yeah. well i think he joined i think he joined in arkansas okay now did he serve more than one Four. What do you mean? Well, well, if he re enlisted and he re enlisted in Timbuktu, Arkansas, instead of Missouri, where he went in, you know, there's a de-
1: <laughs> Yeah, yeah.
4: The, the records are through the Department of Defense where the person died, where his Homer record was, that's what they list. So.
1: Well, I tell you there's a lot of records out there. Uh, they they have records on me, although uh, I, although uh, there's a big record uh, is it repository, mm-hmm. depository, whatever you call it. It's not a, posi- a it positive Orleans there, right? It's not a subpository. Now
5: it's National Records Center in Saint Louis.
1: Yeah, St. Louis. I was gonna say the one in Saint Louis had a big fire. Uh, right. and, and, that was in
5: 73.
1: Yeah, the time I served, see, I served 69 to 73, they had a big fire that destroyed hundreds of thousands of records, I think, they're in St. Louis now. I, I, they still have me lit somewhere, because, you know, I, I can still get some things from the VA and stuff, but I would imagine was, a lot of my records were, were burned.
4: I have all my DD Form two fourteen.
5: It took me two years to get records out of the uh, file. Yeah, yeah. And well, what I did. I put it. I put in a request
1: two years ago
5: to follow up on some things that happened while I was in, and it took two years, almost to the day, to get the records.
1: Yeah. Well, I tell you, that's a lot of paper. I mean, if if, if things were manual back then, I don't see how they find it now. I mean, you just one slip of paper get put in the wrong place. No you, you nobody gonna find you, you know
5: well, it took them quite a while to change it over to uh, to uh, digital.
1: yeah, but yeah. I believe
5: they're done now and it's all on digital, but uh, you're right some of the a lot of those records were lost in the fire. They did reconstruct some of it through uh, old records that people had in their own possession, uh, old DD two fourteens and things of that nature. Yeah, so they were able to uh, correct some of it and get it back on the on the records using uh, copies of the DD-214s that we were all issued when we discharged.
1: Yeah,
4: yeah. I have all my records on a microfish card.
1: That's, a, went, that's, that's a, a big microfiche, microfiche card. A
5: time, but they changed it over to digital.
1: Mm. Well, I don't have a microfish card. I, 70 to,
4: so. I did 70 to
1: 91. Yeah. What did they forget to let you out? Yeah, I retired. I said, Adios. <laughs> okay. I used to dream, Bill, I used to dream here for a year or two that I was supposed to be getting out about a week and nobody had contacted me. I thought they'd forgot about me. Mm. You ever have that kind of dream? Maybe high school you forget the combination of the lock on the locker and you Oh man, that's terrible.
4: I, I told them, I says, you know, I says, I have ninety one days leave. Okay. I want to sell back 60, so I will take 31. They, 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 they cut my order. I went from Guam to Treasure Island, San Francisco. I dropped my records off there, gave my high salute, got on a plane out of, out of San Francisco International, flew to Boston, and I just said, I have my LES so I can get paid. Man.
3: <laughs> oh, yeah.
4: Oh yeah
1: all right um
5: <laughs> well, the only thing I've got to add, Tom is I've enjoyed watching the uh the balloons good that you put up since i uh started following you, and I check them almost daily well They're kind of interesting, depending on when you've
1: started bit. you you might d- did you get in after the Huey, Dewey, and Louie deal? Did you actually know what that was, or did that confuse you?
5: Well, I kind of got confused at first, uh, and there's a little bit of a, a backstory to that. I uh, I didn't have amateur radio. I wasn't active in amateur radio for about nine years due to uh, the weather conditions here in Oklahoma taking out my 50-foot tower.
3: Mm-hmm.
5: And then the, uh, the last truck that I owned was not antenna-friendly or radio-friendly, so I was basically without a radio equipment for about nine years, and uh, I, I wasn't smart enough to upgrade my equipment before I retired, so what I had left was what I had put away in, in my shelf 20 years ago, basically, or 15 years ago, mm-hmm. and uh, so I came in way behind the curve, didn't know anything about DMR and the changes in digital, and Had no idea about balloons until I happened upon your webpage one night and uh uh, at a suggestion of a a guy on the 3916 nets on uh 75 meters, and uh he posted something about a live and I went and looked. Oh, that's interesting. And that's when I found out about uh 112 being up and watched some of the videos on the launch. And that's when I became familiar with you know, I kept seeing references on some of your posts about well how's Louie and Dewey and Yui doing what the heck are they talking (laughs) about (laughs) yeah yeah so yeah it took a while for me to get get uh, over the curve there was a delay in me getting back on the air because I graduate I uh, uh, retired in November of last year and started ordering Mm -hmm. antennas and stuff to put up a a vertical
1: Uh
5: uh-huh and Turned up getting ill and hospitalized for twenty three days in February and March. Almost, uh, almost uh, got to the point of just, you know, blowing taps and pushing up daisies. But uh, Mm. I survived, and when I came home, I was, uh, you know, I was full steam ahead to get uh, get on the radio because I had nothing else to do.
3: Yeah,
1: yeah.
5: Well, as you can see, I'm wearing an oxygen cannula now. And that's part of the hospitalization.
3: Uh-huh.
5: I'm on oxygen 24-7. So trying to put up antennas one-handed is a little uh, of a trying.
1: Well, do you, uh, uh, do hand you hand have any trees or anything where you can get some wire antennas up?
5: I,
3: <laughs> I've got a, on on my,
5: I got a tree out on the, on the corner of the lot here. And my two grandsons were throwing footballs and wrenches and all kinds of things up in that tree to get a rope over it to pull a a wire up. Yeah. Never could get one up there. So I built a a 32-and-a-half-foot-tall wooden mast. Yeah. Hey, that'll do it. And uh, I got my eldest grandson and one of his friends from work one weekend to elevate it. So I've got an Fed half-wave up there and a 40-meter inverted V as well as the, uh, the GAP Titan DX vertical.
1: Well, hey, that, that'll work fine. I mean, we've got people here that, that are watching the show that that uh, they have, a, you know, an off-center fed dipole laying on top of a fence. That's as high as they oh, get yeah. it, you know. And they make contacts. I've talked to them. They used to check in to our net here. And, and I, I'm just thinking back when I was out in Oklahoma, now that you reminded me, I had a, a vertical, a 18 AVQ vertical. It was 80 mm-hmm. through 10 meters. And I had it ground-mounted. I drove a you know stake in the ground there and mounted that antenna in the center of the backyard. And uh, yeah. that's the antenna I used when I was in Oklahoma because there were no trees. Now that I think about it, there were no trees there. Um, that part of the state is very thin on trees. Yeah, yes. <laughs> yeah. and uh, I had this dripping faucet on the back of the house, and I made good use of that. I ran a hose from there to the bottom of the antenna, and it just... You know i had nice green grass around the antenna right there mm-hmm. and the rest of the yard was dead pretty much um,
3: that's
5: the way my yard is right now because i bury i put a uh four by four by eight foot post out there and i had to soak the ground to get it down at least three feet yeah for the base of that mass it's quite a contraption be honest yeah. with you. The ground,
1: yeah, yeah. Well, the ground here is hard. And let me tell you the, the 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 story I told you about the eighteen tornadoes that one night. The next oh, yeah. morning, the next morning, my neighbor was out in the backyard with a pick, and he dug a storm cellar. The next morning, mm-hmm. uh he dug something like a it was about a five by five hole, probably five foot deep. Oh yeah. And he put some plywood in there, and he poured concrete in, and he didn't realize it, but the he didn't have it reinforced good and his walls curved in yeah so uh, but but he had a hole to get in the ground and he told me he said you know hey if we ever have a tornado you know uh somebody check on us we'll be down in that hole right there i'm thinking okay Not a, have
5: a, a scaredy yeah. hole in oklahoma That's.
1: <coughs> yeah <laughs> but yeah it doesn't take much antenna to have fun and uh, make contacts there so if you you, well, you, if you have to okay. look
5: at a topographical map of where I live here in Henrietta, and mm-hmm. I am in town, I'm mm-hmm. only two blocks off of Main Street. We live in a a nice depression. Uh, on the north side of us, uh, just three blocks north of me, the 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 ground goes up another 150 feet. Yeah. The the Indians that resided in this area saw this as a nice place to populate because. It had all kinds of wind protection. Mm-hmm. I don't know of a of a tornado actually touching down in this town, but mm-hmm. we've had the straight winds, and we've had some pretty severe ones. Yeah, but tornado activity mm-hmm. goes around us or skips over us, so we've been very lucky in that aspect here in this portion of Oklahoma where I live. But uh, the Indian Nation Turnpike comes up north. And uh, crosses through our town, which turns into US 75, heading on into Tulsa. And like I said, I'm right on I 40 here at the uh, 237 mile post exit. And uh, it's, uh, it's it's an interesting area. Got a lot of history here that a lot of people mm-hmm. don't realize. <clears throat> this is the hometown of Troy Aikman, by the way. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. <laughs> he, uh, he put on a little deal here back in june uh, to help benefit the uh, the school athletics program and uh-huh. several other uh things here in town he brought in blake shelton and several other artists put on a uh, highway to henry music festival first time this last year
1: Plus well, so cool. yeah
5: but i'm gonna go ahead and say good night it's been a blast getting in with you
1: yeah
3: we enjoyed having you, you
5: running the uh, round table and uh doing what you do bring it, it garners interest in the hobby and hopefully we'll uh, get people to fire it up to uh, do what we do
1: yeah and let me just make this announcement here to all our viewers out there and people in the chat room hey guys we're we're looking for and need segments to put on the show if you've got a project you've built or something interesting and you want to talk about it we'd love to get you on here you know 15 minutes whatever and let's let's do it uh i'm uh trying to find some new people that can also join our show here and bring in some uh some neat segments uh maybe uh maybe we'll get something going here soon and uh man i'm like glenn i'm so busy i don't have a lot of time man to to work on all this stuff but uh hey soon we're gonna have satellite going we'll do a deal on that and uh what else well, hey, I'll, I'll show you. Maybe next next time I'll show you the uh, spectrum analyzer, and we'll play with it a little bit. That's going to be fun to to do. Well, then you got to do your moon bounce. Yeah, oh. you know, and it'll be winter time. The leaves will be off the trees, and uh, that would be a good time for us to try a moon bounce. Now, Glenn, I might be able to work you on moon bounce. That's a good possibility. Might we might be able to? We might
2: be. Uh, yeah, I don't know.
1: You might oh, yeah. find somebody else there that's, to work too. Yeah, the angles are going to be tricky, you know. Well, you're going to have the same moon I'm going to have.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know,
1: I certainly
2: hope it's the same.
1: Moon. And 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 oh hey, by the way, next week, guys, speaking of the moon, next Tuesday, election day, uh, it's supposed to be what you, a blood moon. It's going to be uh oh, it's going to be a blood <laughs> moon. It's going to turn red, and uh, it's supposed to be a full eclipse of it. I think that's next Tuesday, and they said the next one. If you want to see the next one, it's going to be three hundred and twenty-something years uh, from now. So no, I don't have the patience. For so that. if you want to see it Tuesday night, look at the moon, and it's going to be a. a I understand it's going to be a full eclipse, but it's also going to be red. So uh, how all that works, I don't know. All right, well, we're probably going to terminate the show here in just about five minutes, uh, and uh, I'm going to go get me something to eat. And um, please, if anybody out there has anything you'd like to do on the show, we'd love to have you. We, we we we're also I'm still also looking for volunteers that might want to join our join our group here and and maybe do some nets. You know, call a 40 meter net before the show, or a 20 meter net, or a 15 meter, or 10 meter. And we've got our own DMR channel, three one six nine three, I think DMR. That's dedicated to our show. If somebody wants to call a DMR net, we would love to have you. And you could report in, or send me an email, or do it live. You could let us know on the show, you know, that we had, you know, forty three people check in on forty meters tonight, or whatever, you know. So uh, that would be something interesting to to get going, and it would help get the word out to uh, about our show. So, um, any last words there, Glenn? Before we we sign off here? Um,
2: nope, nope. I'm getting ready to, like I say, tomorrow morning. I'm gonna start typing my little heart out. So, he's starting a new book already. I'm finishing up this one.
1: <laughs> yeah, he's he's.
2: Well, now that I got number three, I, I, I'll be waiting for number four. <laughs> number number four is due to be at AWRL by December 31st. All right. All right. Yeah. Hey, at least you found it. Uh, they actually had a full-page ad for it. This I one's had QST. To,
4: I had to drive two hours, two hours to to the to the headquarters, and I walked in, and the first thing out of, out of my mouth to the lady that was sitting behind the counter, I said, I am looking for Glenn <laughs> Popeil's book. And she said to me, she said, well, it, 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 they got this. I guess you would call it a credenza with little holes in it. And, yeah. and she says, well, <clears> she says, it's got to be over there somewhere. And I went over and I looked. <gasps>
3: oh, oh, it's here. Uh,
4: I picked it up and I went over and I said to her, I said, there. I says, I want that. And I gave her my credit <laughs> card. and She says, thank you. And then I went across <laughs> and I worked W1AW. <laughs>
2: uh, very cool. Yeah.
4: There's actually a full-page
2: ad for it in this month's QST, so I guess they finally got some more in stock.
4: Well, I don't know where they had them, but uh, they they, they weren't there. What, three? From what I've been told is they have been selling out faster than they can keep them in stock. Yeah, I, I, I think that's absolutely
1: <coughs> right, uh, yeah. Hey, guys, cool. I forgot to announce... Uh-oh. And, and they, they mentioned it in the chat room. I forgot to announce. We, we transitioned into the after the show show. We are in the after the show show, and it's almost over, and I forgot to tell you that. Hey, I just got a bulletin in the end. Let me read it to you right here. Uh, uh, it appears we've got a hurricane down there, Hurricane Lisa. According to National Hurricane Center, hurricane force winds, heavy rain, flooding, and storm surge will be uh, threats with Lisa. Uh, Hams are encouraged to keep 7128 plus or minus five kilohertz free for emergency communications. Um, And let's see, uh, this is it. it Looks like it's going to hit Belize, so it looks like Belize is going to be impacted uh, there. They've activated the tropical storm. Let's see, they they have activated they've activated for uh, the tropical storm there, so. That's a uh, hurricane, Lisa. You might hear some activity on the on the bands there. All right. So again, just uh, for those listening, before we sign off, uh, if you're out there listening on WBCQ, you're listening on Thursday the tax afternoon.
2: What is, is, is that? To begin in Manhattan this week.
1: <laughs> is that? That must be Bill. Last, uh,
2: last week and things.
1: Bill, oh, I, I hit the wrong button. Yeah. Yep. 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 <laughs> yep. All right, guys. Uh, back to WBCQ, if you're out there listening on WBCQ, uh, we, we're glad you're with us tonight. Uh, it, it's a Thursday afternoon for you because our show is rebroadcast uh, on Thursday afternoons, 5 to 9. 5, it's actually 5 to 7 p.m. That's a mistake. i got to fix that. 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern Time on 7490. Send us an email to tom at w5kub.com. Tom at w5kub.com. Tell us where you are, how you're hearing in the station, and so forth. And uh, uh, also know that uh, you can join the show live, our video show live, on Tuesdays at 8 p.m. Eastern Time just by going to w5kub.com. We'd love to have you there. And uh, thank you for watching tonight, listening tonight. This is Amateur Radio Roundtable. It's a show about ham radio, shortwave, um, amateur radio. So good night to everybody. Uh, and uh, we'll see you we're not going to see you next week but we will uh we'll be back on the uh 15th 15th yeah 15th 73 everybody good night and we'll see you in two weeks 73 night All right, guys, everybody, thanks for joining us tonight in the chat room. Uh, let's see what day. Anyone wants to know what day. I'm not sure what day. Um, we'll be back um, not this Tuesday, but uh, Tuesday after next. Same me to everybody. Good night to everybody. We'll see you.